Welcome to Desert Rain Community Radio, Dispatches from the Verge. Today, David Morrison and I are joined by Danny West. Uh, I'm sure you've heard that name many times. If you've listened to this podcast, he does all the editing and sound engineering. And today he joined us to talk about uh, his love for music. Uh, we start off with, uh, he recently went to a Greta Van Fleet concert in Fort Worth. Um, and, and we kind of... Um, depict and, and talk about this idea of, of live music, of being in the moment, of, um, you know, helping, helping our life be fed um, through these, through music and things of this nature. So before we get into that, thank you, Danny West, for all the editing and sound engineering. Thank you to Jacob Media from Monk Drums. That's what you hear in the background. Uh, if you want to learn more about Desert Rain Community, theruined.com is a place to go for that drcrpod.com is a place to find other episodes or whichever podcatcher you found this episode on. Uh, dreamwalkerway.com is a place to pick up David Morrison's book, Desolate Beauty, The Book of Light and Shadow. Uh, you can also go to YouTube and find an American Sign Language translation. Just search Dreamwalkerway. And also, we announced at the end of this episode, the first person to purchase a Amazon Kindle version of Desolate Beauty, you will get a, a signed copy, a physical copy of the book for free. Um, so once we see that, reach out to us with a screenshot of the purchase. Uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, please tell a friend. Word of mouth and social media really helps us. We appreciate you. And let's get into it. Welcome to Desert Rain Community Radio. David Morrison. <laughs> Hello, sir. You put a little curly cue at the end there. Radio. Danny West. <laughs> hey, hey. How you doing? We got you a mic this time. Yeah. We've included you in the last two intros, but we couldn't hear you. <laughs> uh, today, we got a special guest referee, Mr. Danny West. He's going to join the good to be here the conversation. How are you doing this morning? Doing good. Doing yeah. good. How about you, Mr. Morrison? I'm all right. A little banged up, but yeah, you know, knees hurting. But it's probably cancer. Did you it, did you push the uh, <laughs> the watering schedule, or is it just yeah, just sore? I, think I pushed it too much on the weekend. The water man, the water guy. Uh, so today we're going to just have a conversation. We've invited Danny here. Uh, he just went, oh, this is, this is actually a funny story. So he went and saw Greta Van Fleet. Uh-huh. That's correct, right? Yes, sir. She's a lovely woman, I hear. <laughs> For the last, so when you posted about this, you've posted about them multiple times. Yes, quite frequently. <laughs> and for the longest time, you might not get this reference. David will definitely get this reference. <laughs> I thought it was a reference to Greta Van Susteren. The CNN <laughs> Fox heard that News name lady. In like, and I was like, why is Danny West obsessed like 20 years. with this Greta Van Susteren news? How do I even know that? <laughs> news commentator. I thought it was the weirdest thing. And I I, I was like, well, you know, whatever. I'm, it's like, whatever you like. And then, and then I learned it was a band. He's got he's got shirts that say news. <laughs> it's like at and each in the back says and commentary. <laughs> Because she's been like at each spot. Yeah, I, I looked this up last night. Like she's been at CNN, Fox, yeah, MSNBC. I remember on Fox, like she's like in she's gone through 90s. all of yeah. She's gone through all the all the stops. Jeez. So she's sixty nine years old, and that's not what we're talking about today. So mm. I did research. There you go. And it wasn't even Look at that. Paul Rubens was seventy. <laughs> Created a good story though. Um, so yeah. So tell us about well may, maybe tell us about how your fandom with Greta Van. Fleet? I'm yeah. going to mess it up. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> Matt Sostren. Uh, Greta Van Fleet uh, started. And tell us about your the concert you saw in Dallas? In Fort Worth. Fort Worth? Yeah. So it started really um, uh, a good friend of the podcast, Jacob Nedia. Uh, his, Shout his, out, Jacob. <laughs> his daughter, Avi, uh, showed me the band. Um, she's been a big fan of the band. And last year in October... We found out they were coming 
to uh, Don Haskins Center in El, in El Paso in November. Now that's in Texas. Yes, in Tejas. Texas. Yes, Double the, Tejas, Yes, baby. sir. Um, and so I didn't know the band, but I knew they liked them. And so we just surprised her with some tickets. Oh, um, cool. And then that knowing that that concert was happening, I was like, oh, I should I should probably listen to some if I'm going to go to a concert, you know, and 30 minutes into the concert. You're like, I hate this. <laughs> right. Music. And we had, we had, we had bought course. it about mid-October and the concert was oh, set for shoot. no for the concert was set for November 8th and we bought them in about October. And then, so I started listening, became quite a big fan. Um, And then the morning of that concert, November 8th, the singer posts on Instagram that he had ruptured his eardrum mid-concert. That sounds painful. And and so obviously he had to, they pushed back some shows. Hmm. Um, And so um, it actually, as much as that was a bummer, Mm It gave me a lot more time to really fall in love with the band yeah. because now the concert we found out a couple months later was set for March 21st. Mm. And so that gave four more months. And in those four months, I bought all their vinyl, oh, nice. really just really got into the band. And Perfect. so I think if that hadn't have happened, I don't think I would have appreciated mm. the concert nearly as much as if as I did when yeah, we yeah. saw him on March, because I had so much more time to really like learn every song, not that they played or that they didn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and he seems to be all good now because they're back out on tour for a world tour and kill, they just killing released it. So a they new album, right? Yeah, back on July twenty first. So we'll just little, just under two weeks ago. What's the name of the album? Star Star Catcher. Go check it out on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, Spotify will take a sponsorship, by the way. (laughs) Uh, And so they announced a a new tour um, back in April. And at that point, I was like, oh, the closest they're coming is Fort Worth. And Mm. it's just not in the cards. Uh, And so just kept listening, kept being a fan. uh, And then July, I think it was 11th or 12th. I was just sitting, hanging out. It was probably like 11.30 p.m. And I'm just scrolling around and an ad pops up for it. And I'm like, man, that would be really cool to do because it's the only one in Texas, one of only two in, two in Texas for this tour. It's a world tour, so I don't know if they're going to do mm. a second leg of right. an American tour because it's a world tour, but right now they're only set for U.S. and Europe, so they're probably okay. going to hit South America right. and all that stuff. Uh, and so I was getting that, that, I was getting that kind of fear of missing out kind of thing. Of course, some FOMO, baby. (laughs) Exactly. And so I'm just, I thought about it that night. I was like, I wonder. So I just kind of have this idea. Next morning I get up, I talk to my mom. I'm like, Hey, I was hoping you'd bought the tickets at midnight. (laughs) Like I'm going to just buy a ticket and figure it out later. That's what I would do. (laughs) I almost did. That's what my impulsive ass would do. Um, yeah. So I, I, I get up in the morning and I talk to my mom. I'm like, Hey, is there any chance that I could use some of, cause she, 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 uh, collects her air mi- airline mm, miles yeah, right. quite frequently to save, to go to a, to visit uh, her mom in Germany. Mm-hmm, right. And so she has quite a few. Uh, and so I was like, is there any extra that I could maybe use for this? Cause I'm really wanting to do this. And she was like, well, message, um, some family we have that live mm. in Fort Worth. Oh, nice! And if they're if they're if they're if they're available and they want to, then go for it. And so I message I message her like right after. Yeah, <laughs> like I was I was all. It was the first little like step in the door. <laughs> like okay, this might this might be happening. And so I send that message, and then we were actually going to uh, a band practice later that day. And I hadn't heard anything for the rest of the day because she was at work. And as we're practicing, I get a little notification on my phone and she's like, you're more than welcome to stay. Boom. And so we finish. We, we, we're, we're playing mid song. Like we're practicing mid song. And I see it. I'm like, oh, ah! like as I'm drumming, I'm like, oh my God. Isn't it dangerous to drum and look at your phone? Well, because well, right? I have a little, I have set up on the side. So I just see it. I'm like, and so I go out and call my mom and I'm like, she she said yes. She said yes, and so um, you start chanting, "Get them tickets!" <laughs> right, uh, and so we go home, and buy the ticket, book the flight, 
And that was about, that was the 12th and the concert was set for the 27th. So that's like, and so that was, that's like the closest that I've ever like booked a trip to, to when the subject of the trip is happening, you know, and, and you've, David, you've heard, I, 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 like I said, I only know about Greta Van Strusser. (laughs) You know, you've listened to Greta Van Fleet. Can you describe their music a little bit? Uh, just uh, Led Zeppelin, <laughs> Rush. Yeah, the fr- I heard them on SNL because I'm old. So yeah. That's how I. That's the only new music. That's, that's I, the context. I'm not a new music <laughs> guy. Yeah, you know? right. So, so when I do hear new music, it's usually on. Used to be on the Conan show or yeah, SNL, and so yeah. I heard them on there, and yeah, I immediately thought they sound like right. Led Zeppelin, a little cleaner and more streamlined though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little less drug addled. <laughs> right, uh, right, right. So far, yeah. so far, yeah. Let, let them be famous for. Well, a they're few really, years. yeah, they're like your age, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, twenties, mid twenties. Mid, yeah. They're like very young. Oldest member is twenty-seven. Jeez. So yeah, so if you took like say the band yeah. Rush and Led Zeppelin and mashed them up, right, right, boom, Greta boom. Van Fleet. There right? you go. Yeah, basically. And then yeah, basically. you had asked me to listen to your favorite album, right? And I did. I was in the tub. I'll admit that. <laughs> Listen to it as I was soaking in Epsom salts. Yeah, that's a, that's the nicest. That's the <laughs> nicest relaxation. Heal up my shoulder and leg. So right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so solid rock and blues. And you got yeah. you, you have a really great story about where you sat. Oh yes. So, so yeah. So getting to the actual concert. So <laughs> uh, man, yeah, that was a podcast <laughs> voice right there. Get into the actual story. Back to Hello, the I'm Narwar. <laughs> How do you know that about me, Narwar? You're, you're a Greta Van Fleet. We have to know this about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so there was. I had seen this uh, like advertisement uh, from the venue of this like pre-concert like little just hangout thing that's just like right outside the venue. The concert. The doors opened at four thirty. At 6.30, this was set for 4.30. So you could just show up early, get through security already for the for the, for the the venue. So you're kind of in, but you're not really in the venue. You're like outside of it. And they just have like drinks and food and you can just kind of just hang out. Um, and during that, I'm like talking to some people and just kind of hanging out. And then I was in contact with somebody on Facebook uh, who was also going to go to the show. Um and they messaged me last minute and they're like, it just doesn't work out. I can't, I can't make it. Um, and then they just transferred me their ticket on Ticketmaster. Didn't make me pay at all. And I had originally had side stage nosebleed uh, just because it was a cheap ticket. Yeah. Uh, and so I just, I was like, I'm in the venue. Get I'm going. Your, get your ass in the door. Right. <laughs> and this was almost the exact opposite. It was the other side of the venue a lot more straight on row two of like a lower bowl section. Uh, and it was like probably 15 feet. They had, they had two, two catwalks on either side of the stage. That's that kind of go out. I don't know how big those are, but they were pretty big catwalks. And the end of that catwalk was probably 15, 20 feet from my seat. So it was really close. And so I was looking through my pictures and I was like, Hit the lotto. Was I there with like, did I (laughs) get these somewhere online? Yeah, almost. Uh, It was, it was cool. There was one section where uh, one of the things they do at the concerts is this is while the guitar player is just doing his like crazy long guitar solo, the singer will take some white roses and throw them out to the crowd. Uh, and I, I, I like almost caught one. So I was there. <laughs> yes, marry him. <laughs> right. Uh, and so it was cool. It was having, it was cool having a little more, making it feel a little more interactive. Cause I was like, I was seeing them. They didn't look like tiny little, <laughs> little dots. You know, they look like people, you know? Um, and yeah, so like, You're, and you were by yourself. I was by myself. No yeah. Friends, this is, no- this Roland, is the this was the second concert I've ever been to wow. by myself. What was the other one? Uh, Iron Iron uh, Maiden back nice. in uh, El Paso last nice. year in September. I've heard of them? <laughs> <laughs> Iron who? Um, yeah, and this Iron was, Van Susteren. <laughs> Just sorry. Um, so Iron Glass. <laughs> so what was the experience like? Of of the of concert, the actual or, concert, yeah, yeah, like yeah being it there, was being so close, being so much closer than you expected. It was. It was pretty insane. Yeah. It was, it was, 
amazing. Like, so I obviously had seen them back in March and this was a drastically different mm. show. Of course, it's a new set list. They played, course, yeah. they played all of the, all of the new album, say for one song, that's like a 90 second jam. So all the full length songs off the new album they played. Uh, and then a few of my favorites from their previous stuff. One song in which I had been like dying to hear, like it's one of my f like top three and they had played it and jammed it for like 15 minutes. Which song? It's called Lover Lever. Uh, it's a more of a, it's, it's a very Zeppelin type song, uh, but they really just jam it. Like it's, it's like six minutes in the studio version. Okay. And the jam at the concert was like 15 minutes. Nice. And they, they like, they like traded off bass and guitar solos and, um, just, just go, just go off the chain. And that was like third song in, in the concert and they had already like tore it up. And so I was like, we still have like an hour and a half left. Yeah. What are they, what else are they going to do? You know? And, um, and yeah, they're like, they're big on like having like fire in the back. So mm -hmm. you'd see, uh, and being so close, you'd like feel it. Of course. And it was, it was really cold in the venue. Like it was really nice, like air conditioned. And so the back of me is super cold and the front is like super hot. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was kind of funny, but, um, but yeah, no, it was just, it was, it was really, really good. Like you could, you could tell that they were, cause this was only the second show of the tour that I saw. Oh, wow. And so you could feel more passion yeah. because the energy is so high, es especially coming off of March where it was a rescheduled leg. They had been doing mm. this tour for now a year and a half, almost same set list every night of the songs that they had had right. out for almost a year. <laughs> and so you, so that was just, that was just, the, it was still fantastic. Yeah. I'm not, it's just a different, different right, energy. Right. Because some of these songs, all the new songs haven't even been played. Like, I think they just now have played all their new songs like five times. Yeah. And so, um, and then they did something that they've never done before at this tour, which was they have their main stage. And on the other end of the venue, there's a smaller side stage. Um, and that was set for acoustic stuff no drums oh, wow. no no drums on that side stage just a piano a guitar and a mandolin and the drummer actually played that mandolin because he learned guitar first before he played drums mm -hmm. and they played one song off the new album uh in that acoustic style and then one of their one of the first songs that they ever recorded called black smoke rising uh that i believe they played on snl <laughs> um mm. Um, they did an acoustic rendition of that. Interesting. Um, and that was really, that was really cool hearing it more like stripped back, mm -hmm. more intimate. Yeah. I love uh, acoustic yeah. music. Yeah. One song, one of the ones they did on the, on the new album that they did acoustically, it was on a 12 string, which was, which oh, was, wow. which had a really cool sound that blended with the mandolin mm -hmm. was really cool. And then they just had like a, like a small piano up there that the, so the bassist is, he does bass and then does all like organ piano all that and plays bass with his feet mm. uh so very kind of getty 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 lee kind of thing you know mm. um and so that was that was really cool and it's really cool for the people in the back who can't see the main stage really well uh, they see that side stage okay. really well yeah, yeah, yeah. and they get to like interact with the crowd uh one funny thing at our concert was somebody Somebody got a little carried away and took off their bra and threw it on the stage. <laughs> and then the singer, he picks it up and like puts it on and like gestures with it and throws it back into the crowd. Uh, and so they're, they're always like interactive with the crowd and things. Somebody uh, had like a disposable camp camera oh, nice. and they handed it to him and he took a couple pictures and then gave it back. So they're cool. always really like interactive yeah. with the crowd. Um, one, one person that I talked to at that pre-concert thing she had surprised her daughter with oh, nice. with tickets like they were going to the venue and told 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 <laughs> her about Surprise. it and then she ended up getting the pick that the mandolin that the drummer used the oh, mandolin with shit. gave it to her and then at the end of the show got the printed set list 
That's uh, wild. And so they're always just really just yeah. wanting to bless people. So there's a real you know. payoff there if you throw your bra. <laughs> it wasn't the same person. Oh, allegedly. I just assumed the mom did that. No, no, no. <laughs> this is just somebody in the crowd. It's a wild no. night out for mama. <laughs> no. Um, um, I know. I know you too love going to live music, Mr. Morrison. And what what is it about like being in those venues? And like experiencing that for you that that calls instead of you know you're you're not just listening yeah. to it on a CD or Spotify or whatever else. Well, I, I mean I'm not a huge no no I know but concert I mean more so than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I like, last concert I went to was Fifty Cent and Petey Pablo, uh, <laughs> South Carolina. <laughs> no, I mean my last concert was uh, the the Yoshua Tree. Mm. Joshua Tree by U2 in San Diego Man. and because that album was so important mm -hmm. to my life soundtrack uh, my older brother was uh, kind of an industrial well he started with prog rock in, mm. in the late 70s oh, yeah. and he was the, all the stuff you guys are into <laughs> yeah. and then he became kind of an industrial punk rock yeah. dude and so then my younger brother was redneck music and rush <laughs> yeah it was weird <laughs> and so then there's me who's just you know, the normie yeah, yeah just listening to you know Huey Lewis and the news <laughs> but <laughs> thinking I'm on the edge the, 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 I'm an that, edgy guy uh, sports album you know yeah I love that sports <laughs> that's album. what Borat named his son <laughs> Huey Lewis Huey Lewis <laughs> and so the only thing we had in common musically was this cassette tape that we would steal from each other <laughs> the Joshua Tree album in 1987. Oh. And, and so... Wow, I didn't know that. Very yeah, I didn't know that album. either. That's cool. Uh, and so, yeah, when they played that Marsh and I were... It was a religious experience, you know, yeah. like crying. And when they when they opened up with Where the Streets Have No Name and there's a giant screen of a black and white desert uh, on that's the road. Right, that's oh, right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they played the whole and album, a, right? Yeah, so they played the set of... Their stuff uh, from Unforgettable Fire acoustically, oh. same thing on a side yeah. stage. Yeah, right. That's where they started, and mm. then yeah, and then it, oh. this giant Joshua Tree lights up behind them, and then the screen turns on with this road going up a desert road, and that slow upturning of where the streets have no name, and yeah, then, yeah so wow. we're just yeah. That's, so was that's it, incredible. They, was it at the baseball stadium? Yeah, Padres. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And one thing that stuck out, uh, it, it's very irritating to go to a live anything and people are recording it with their phone. Oh. Uh, fireworks. <laughs> it's just, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> Talking about not entering into the present moment. Well, yeah. you're not going to go back. Who goes back and looks at that? What? No, that, that brings up a great... Do they? Am I wrong? What, what, I, what, what I've learned that I like to do is, like, I've definitely had that, like, I don't want to be watching a concert through my phone. If yeah. I'm there, might as well know? be at home watching. Right, exactly. I mean, maybe I just don't understand something. Which but is very for possible. me, for me, what I do, what I've found is a good medium, is I record audio, so uh, that it, so that I still have record of it. Uh, that's yeah. pretty. Cool. But I'm just holding my phone, and I can still watch it and be be yeah. and be be in that moment. Because there have been concerts that I've gone to where I forget forget almost everything because I was so focused yeah, on yeah, recording. Exactly. Interesting. And ever since I've done that, I've remembered That's so crazy. much more moments. And one thing I've actually done every time that has been like something for me is when they're playing a song that I really like, or at some point I'll just close my eyes and just kind of look up and just like soak it in. And those are the moments I often remember the most. Cause I'm like, wow, I'm actually hearing this, you know, but I'll just kind of take a second, just kind of close my eyes back whoa this is happening you know yeah, well and especially good. with with that you you because you're in a live you know both both scenarios you're in a live um situation yeah and you we pick up on other people's energy right, right. so when you when you close your eyes and you're like attuned yeah. with the music you're also attuned with those that are in the moment with yeah. you as yeah. well that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. Nearby, there was this elderly woman, uh, older meaning older than us, uh, <laughs> in a fedora. And she nice. just had the chillest vibe about her. She just, just enjoying the show. You yeah, know? yeah. It was just, I was like, yeah, I want to be her if I ever grow up, you know. 
if I ever make it that way or that far, right, yeah, yeah. or if I ever mature. Right. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. People around you, you know. Right. Right. Of course, one time at a concert, this uh, woman tried to make out with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a type of way to be in the moment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. In a different and way. That's the other thing. Who pays 20 bucks for a beer in a plastic bottle? <laughs> she had to Lukewarm. drink 20 of those. Yeah. So that, that that's one of the things I know about you and your family, Danny, is you guys travel pretty often, you know, yeah. whether it's Phoenix or Scottsdale or yeah. Fort Worth or, um, they deep dive into these you, things. You went to, did you go to Colorado recently? Or we did. Yeah. Okay. We went yeah. to Anyways. see, we went to see to, uh, Toto. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so what, like on the, the family level, yeah. you know what I mean? What is that? How has that been the last couple of years? like just bonding through that way and like experiencing those different, cause it's not like you're just going to concerts here in El Paso right, right? or Las right. Cruces or whatever. Like you guys are like turning it into a little um, pilgrimage almost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, like I always say that for trips like this, half the fun is the concert. Half the fun is getting there mm. because road, cause we, we love doing road trips and it always just, especially doing it like, Doing it with family is fun, but we also do it like just me and my brother with some of our good friends mm -hmm. and make right, it like right. a buddy thing, you know, and it's just always it always just gives us like a weekend or three days or whatever just to just to have time away from reality and just to have time to be with each other all in all going to something that we all really love. And um, it just it's a great it's a great time to just connect you know and especially if you're on a six or eight hour road trip you know it's just we have a lot of time to just to just talk and and you know? the remotely controlled truckers <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the trucks or, or we'll play little There's like no little behind that we'll wheel. do the, we'll, we'll do those little like sign games where it's like okay go through the alphabet and if you find a sign you know and your dad by the way uh paul west mm -hmm. uh shout out paul uh he saw all the iconic oh yeah bands and artists of the eighties, yeah, because right? Huey Lewis and the News, because because he lived Huey Lewis. He lived close to <laughs> he 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 would always go to like Six Flags, and so that Where would did always. Ah, uh, I. I should I, I should know this, but uh, grew up I in think, Arlen, Texas. I think Hill it was, was his neighbor. I think it was around Dallas. I'm pretty <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's a he's okay. a king yeah. of the hill. Yeah, and so uh, he would be near Six Flags, <laughs> and nice. so that would always get all the big guys. Really? So he saw That's like incredible. he saw like the police. He saw Journey, uh, all like the big That's guys badass. in like the 70s and 80s. And so one time I remember me and my, me and my brother, when we discovered that we just kept asking, did you see these guys? Did you see these guys? Did you see these guys? <laughs> yeah. He was like, yep, yep, yep. You probably yep, saw yep. Mode. <laughs> yeah, Probably. You probably uh, saw them. Uh, I forgot the name of them. Pump up the jam. I think like the, <laughs> I th pump up the jam. Pump it up. I remember that from jock jam. That was hot stuff in the nineties. I think like the only like really big band he didn't see was like queen. Okay. But like, Outside of that, like that's the, I'm just imagining Six Flags Dallas. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get on this roller coaster. <sighs> in fact, uh, Kiss made a movie in the '70s that took place at Six Flags. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, dang. How did I remember that? I don't know. I nice. saw it's it on deep, TV that one time. That's a deep pool right there, man. <laughs> that was big time memory. Yeah. So I definitely think I picked up that concert going gene you know because mm -hmm. um, yeah i've i've been lucky to see quite a few shows well it's crazy too because that's one of the things david and i talk about often is like this idea of um cultivating or, or making presence for community right yeah like making opportunity for community um and it doesn't always sprout and cultivate right like you can i, I don't yeah. you articulate it much better as, as far as like attempting oh yeah 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 making, yeah how, how do you say it? just because yeah just because you organize and get together doesn't yeah. mean the spirit of community you know we're dependent on in my opinion of the spirit to move mm. so so there's probably concerts where there's where they play and a uh, musician does her thing uh, but then there are other times probably where the the wall 
between audience, the listeners, and the artist is erased, right? Yeah. And there's a just a profound experience there. Uh, well, and even just the fact, like, you and your buddies have found this thing to connect over, right? Right. Like, right. Yeah. Allowing yourself to do the road trips to, you know, hit these concerts. And, right. And just see if the spirit moves you to, like, bring you guys even closer yeah. together. Which, yeah. Tends to happen in those right. in those moments. Hundred percent. Now the trend is to throw things at the artist. And yeah. Bang them in the head. Wait, what happened? Yeah. Seems to be a trend right now in pop music. Really? I've been seeing videos of like pelted with crap. Like uh, I think Harry Styles. I had gotten a video on Instagram. Like somebody threw like a bracelet or something or something on the stage and like hit his eye. Yeah. Somebody else got and cut by a cell phone. Yeah. I think they wow. threw stuff at Taylor Swift. Right. Oh, yeah. You can't throw stuff at the they queen. Did, they did. <laughs> who, who is this? Tell me. Tell me who this is. Let's dox them. I'm sure that's already happening. Yeah. Um, so actually, that's a that's. A, I mean, I'm, I would be interested to know that kind of what David mentioned that where that that wall between the yeah. the musicians and the crowd. Wh- which or what concert? Which concert? Do you do you remember like just a particular concert where it was just for you? You were just like super in mm. the moment, and it just felt connected you know what i mean sort of connected with the universe in that moment yeah no it's yeah like especially these two shows uh with greta van fleet but one moment that comes to mind is um when i saw queen and adam lambert in phoenix Mm -hmm. in 2019 uh so brian may the guitarist he um when freddie mercury passed they kind of stepped away from from music and Brian May went back to school to get his doctorate in mm. astrophysics. Damn. <laughs> uh, and so it's, it's, it's actually, sounds like a dummy to it's, me. It's what happens when, it's, when and your it's actually, man dies, you just go get your PhD. Right. Everybody go become that. a doctor. And so it's funny because he was Dr. Brian May and now he's just been knighted. So he's like, sir, sir, doctor, <laughs> or is it doctor, sir? You know? Now I'm certain. <laughs> I hate him. That's amazing. Like, how do you, how do you address the well, man? You know, <laughs> so on a much lower level, me and my friend just uh, became a reservist, a chaplain reservist. Yeah. yeah. And he's a, he's a doctor friend, Tucker Brown. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, Tucker yeah. Brown. He just joined the, the army reserves. Interesting. So I was joking with him on the phone because he, he doesn't love, you know, and I always like, Oh, what's up? Dr. Brown. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, Doc yeah. Brown. So I'm like, so is it, Captain Doctor, Doctor Captain, like exactly. how am I supposed to address you? So it's, it's right. this this, doctor, this one's Cap- much funnier. Doctor Knight, Sir Doctor, yeah. The Doctor Knight, Knight, <laughs> Sir, yeah, Sir Doctor. Right. Yeah. So uh so because of because of that, um there was this one moment where they have this like this riser almost that Brian May would stand on. So he does this like gorgeously beautiful guitar solo. That's like, it's not very improvised. It's very thought out and, mm. and melodic. And this riser that he's standing on has this huge screen. And it, I don't know how, how big the screen was, but it was, what it was, was it depicted him standing on an ast- on like an asteroid. Oh, wow. And that's rising, right? <laughs> and then he, now he's like, I don't know how many feet in the air, still playing his mm-hmm. guitar solo. And this guy's like 74 doing this. And then the whole arena just lights up blue. He's now, now he's on the moon and these little planets on a string just kind of drop down like all around him, creating this like galaxy almost as he's like playing this, this solo that is almost depicting what we're seeing. And it's just becoming this amazing experience. And there I was like, Whoa, like, that's 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 fucking Brian May up there, you know, and like (laughs) it just it 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 broke that down of like because he's he's blending his two passions in that moment. Right. He's doing he's doing his music and the whole astrophysics thing. He's doing a soundtrack to astrophysics. He's painting his he's painting his story up there, you know, and it was probably, I don't know, a 10 minute solo. And we're just all just like, uh, just like crying our eyes out because it's such a beautiful solo that he's playing. Um, and so that's kind of like that of just that wall breaking down mm-hmm. and just seeing seeing this man's passion that he's worked for and gone through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And to see him bounce back from that 
that was their 50th anniversary tour, I think. Wow. And so just all that, just in that moment, nobody else is on stage. Everybody else is off stage. And then it comes back down and he goes into one of the songs and everybody yeah. comes back and there's like explosions and right back into it. But it was just that little 10, 12 minute section that I remember just being like, whoa. That is insane. Well, even you know? just you describing it right now. It's yeah. Like, Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really insane. So I'm really excited because we're gonna go see them again back in in Dallas in November. Okay. Okay. So I'm seeing them two nights in a row. So I'm excited you, for that. You have a band. What's the name of your band? Uh, the Free Will and Trio. The Free soon to Will be, and Trio. Soon to be not a trio because we're uh -oh. adding two more people. Uh oh. Right? Yeah. The free yeah. will and five some. <laughs> free willins. Free. Yeah. What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> or free Willie? The great nineties video. Tell me. There was, was there was there was one person we told them our name at a gig and they thought I they they thought we said that. We were like, oh, oh Willie's you're big you're a big fan of orcas, huh? <laughs> you're like, nah, that's not what we yeah. said. Yeah, oh. no, yeah. I play drums, uh, my brother plays bass, and then um our friend Evan Nadia plays uh, guitar and sings. So you have to change the name like the Traveling Willies. <laughs> exactly. Traveling, yeah. Um, so going, you know, seeing these iconic bands, these these bands that influence you, obviously, how does that inform your, your music? I've never really thought about that. Um, I think it, it, what I pick up on is like the flow and how they how comfortable they are on stage mm. is what i pick up a lot on. i look at like how are they rolling with changes how are they dealing with little technical difficulties that might come up or how are they how how is the flow yeah. because that's something i i think about a lot of like trying to be again kind of in the moment and I just kind of think about like, it's not a lot about like technique or anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Cause I do that when I practice, you know, but mm -hmm. when I see these big guys, I look a lot around of like, how are the, how is the flow, you know? Um, and this was one thing that I was really impressed by when I saw Greta Van Fleet uh, in Fort Worth was that at the, the very first song, um, so normally, so like they have a curtain and it'll drop and you'll see all the guys up there and everybody will go crazy and then they start. But w the singer wasn't up there. It was just, so normally all four are up mm -hmm. there, but mm -hmm. it was just the guitarist, the drummer and the bassist. And so we're all like, where's the, where's the singer? And then they start, the song starts and he's singing and you can hear him, but he's not on stage. Interesting. And like midway through the verse, he walks up and there he is. So it was like, okay, so maybe they just planned it where they want to have the singer yeah, come yeah, up later. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I thought. But I then I find out because I follow this like this this account that is it's all fan sourced. Mm. So all the content they post is sent in. Okay. And then they just post it of moments yeah. from the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and come to find out, he had troubles with his mic pack <laughs> because somebody <laughs> got an angle of it and they could see that the guy fixing his mic pack because yeah, right. this, this is the first tour where they're going wireless oh, okay and so i think every night there's been a moment of some kind of technical thing going wrong and and so you can see him like on the back by the stairs right where he gets to the stage he has his mic and it's working it's singing it just wasn't attached properly uh, so they're attaching it and then he walks up on the stage but that tells you because i was there thinking oh they planned out mm -hmm, this really mm -hmm. cool way of seeing the main guys you hear him sing like you do when you're mm -hmm. listening on Spotify mm -hmm. and then he walks up and you see him. So I was like, that's actually really cool. But it ended up being a technical problem. It's like, oh, this is an art artistic genius. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right, right. And so that's the things I pick up on is how do you deal with mm -hmm. technical mm -hmm. problems, you know? Um, Interesting. Yeah. I'm interested uh, kind of going back to the being in the moment where that, that wall falls between the the crowd and the. Um, have you experienced any of that, David, in in the the shows you've seen? Probably just that one, really. Uh, well, actually, no, I took that back. I we saw you two again in two thousand and one. Was that right after nine eleven? Was that mm. the Phoenix one? 
in Austin, Texas. Oh, I don't, I don't know this brother. And yeah. And oh shit. Yeah. And that was a very, and there was, uh, someone in, in our lives that was passing away at the time, uh, in the hospital in El Paso. And, oh, wow. So during, uh, uh, one of the songs I, I, and they were flashing on the audience itself, the names of the victims of the world trade center. And I just, I just know that he passed away during that time. I just sensed it, you know, so yeah. that was a very powerful, profound experience. Wow. There. Uh, but like I said, I don't go to a whole lot of, no, but that is incredibly profound just, and especially cause it's, I mean, it's easy to say this now, but sort of the foreshadowing because of the work you've done with hospice and yeah. things like that over. And I mean, your own personal experiences since then. Um, yeah, it was pretty, yeah. That whole time period was so disruptive and, you know, this was November. So nine 11 was that September before that. It so, just happened. Yeah. yeah. It's fresh in our, in our minds. In psyche, right. The, yeah. The, the overall psyche of the country. Um, there was a moment also where the the quirky uh, Bono. I don't know, you've heard of him. I've uh, heard of him once or twice. <laughs> he's from uh, Ireland. Yeah, yeah. He's an Irish guy. So he's a yeah. So he's Irish. So he flips open his jacket real quick, and mm. there's the American flag inside, sewn oh, inside, wow. and he yeah. pulls it back. You know, and you know, and that, that's. It was meaningful then. It's not so much meaningful now that we right. invaded well, half but, the world. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> I mean, but it, 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 I mean, yeah, it, post 2000, you know, for about a year or two after 2001, yeah, there was, yeah, exactly. there was a solidarity, a, a worldwide solidarity. Exactly. That yeah. we could have embraced. <laughs> we could have, yeah, we gone a different have. direction and made a better world. We so didn't. it's. Yeah, so it's what happened, you know. So that moment, in my opinion, doesn't lessen that moment because in that moment, right, that yeah. was given all that context. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was where the world was at. It's very yeah, right, powerful. right. Uh, a statement for the times, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it's a little bit different. Well, whatever. But you being a pastor and like getting in front of people and talking and and things of that nature any of the live shows that you've experienced, or, I mean, it might be even another context, but have anything from there yeah. that you you've seen or embraced to like take with you when, when you would, you know, I mean, oh, yeah, you do get sure. in front of people yeah. on Sunday still. Well, but. first of all, I prefer uh, you use my correct title. <laughs> failed pastor. Oh, I so. thought you were going with something else. <laughs> failed pastor. You thought I was going to embrace Monsignor? No. No. <laughs> no, the one you hate. The one that I was thinking pastor the same gave. thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I was th I was right there with you. I wasn't going to say it. On, I'll say it to you off mic. It's <laughs> poking fun, but not on mic. Yeah, so I barely meet him and he finds out I hate the term pastor and I hate the name Dave. No, I didn't. No, so this, he starts getting everyone. No, no, no. Hey, this pastor is Pastor Dave. <laughs> I would call him that. Not real. Someone told me. It was like in a conversation a few months later. They're like, oh, yeah, he hates being called pastor. And they didn't even know like I had been calling him Pastor Dave. And I was like, I was like, wait a second. Are you serious? And so then, yeah, I did lean into it. Trying <laughs> oh, to get yeah, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, shit, this guy, think, this guy wishes the worst for me. Because <laughs> it was, you know, it just it rolls off the tongue, Pastor Dave. Yeah, Pastor whatever. Dave, yeah. So anyway, that's yeah, I've, I've cut myself off. Well, it kind of worked because then it became uh, a demeaning, humbling thing, which is what exactly I wanted. What do you mean? Because pastor sounds very, there's a distance between. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and so it kind of. Like our buddy. uh uh Chuck. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways. You're, you're talking, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for sure. Yeah. Uh, in the early two thousands, I felt like in the church express in the sermon expression, uh, I, I started using visual media. Mm, uh, yeah. Oh, and okay, so that okay. was very important. And really the whole message each week was really just, uh, could be the notes became the images. Okay. Words. Right. And so, and you and, still do that when we don't meet outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you can't compete with the blue New Mexico <laughs> yeah, sky. No. <laughs> Not going to create anything and more the, beautiful than and that. And the Scottsdale you know? grass uh, that you've cultivated. <laughs> used yeah. to be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So imagery is just as important. Music. Interesting. And, uh, right. So you picked that up from, from shows. 
Probably, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's I did. really incredible. Because even, I mean, maybe, yeah, I mean, you still do it um, to a degree, but even the Wednesday night things, you'll yeah. have pictures flashing behind yeah, you yeah. Um, that are significant to what we're talking about that exactly. evening. Yeah. Each one is chosen intentionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time in the early 2000s, Greg Steele was the the tech guy for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And, and so he would, uh, and so he started taking them down, started blocking some of the photos <laughs> because they were too Catholic for him. <laughs> and, and so finally I like confronted him and said, hey, how come you keep, you know, during communion, I want this image up. And, and you keep taking it down. And so I thought he was just going to say something. It was a technical issue, but he said, he looks at me and he goes, look, I'm from Missouri and I'm a Pentecostal and pictures of Mary just bug me. The honesty. And so I said, well, don't look at it. Close, close your eyes. Yeah. Cover your eyes. And oh, so that's anyway, too funny. Uh, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so that became very, and there are moments when you are talking to a group where, yeah, those walls break. The gift of community mm-hmm. does come, mm-hmm. not often, but uh, a lot of times. Um, yeah, and so it was very, you know, enjoyed those those times. Yeah, w- you know. that reminded me of when actually going back to you two uh, when we when we both saw in twi- in Phoenix oh, yeah, in yeah. 2015 when they had that big screen. That's right. Uh, like especially like Cedarwood Road. Yeah. When they would like, they would, they would, uh, that song is Cedarwood Road is where they grew up, right? Wasn't that? I think that, it was Bono Street. It was, yeah. it was Bono yeah. Street. And so they have a song. And so they, they, instead of having a, like a, like a big catwalk in the middle of the, of the stage, it was this giant box screen that they could walk into. Oh, wow. And yeah. there would be art on the screen mm-hmm. that they could interact with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So on this screen was like a hand drawn, like neighbor, 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 neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he would be walking and he'd be walking down the street mm-hmm. where they line up the art so that he's walking yeah, down the street yeah. as he's singing. Telling their, their childhood stories. Right, From right. the north side of Dublin. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> right. No, yeah, yeah. We're and, a band from the north side of Dublin. <laughs> yeah. We're the and, best band on the north side of Dublin. <laughs> right. <really>. Um, <laughs> And so, yeah, just things like that, like inter- like interweaving the visual with a story or a concept or whatever, you know. When it brings to mind, you went with us, right, to the Van Gogh yeah, experience. Yeah. We did a whole podcast about that. Yeah, critics hate it. Do they? Art critics. Oh, yeah, yeah. They really? Cheapens it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. They're, mov- that, they're moving to digital. <laughs> snobberies. Yeah, yeah. That it reminds me of that, of like walking through that and just being immersed in the, right. in the middle of this. Yeah. You know, you're basically walking through his life. His yeah, well, his paintings too, yeah, specifically, right, right. just seeing, you know, seeing it in a in a totally new and different way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so through these like experience, it's it sounds like your love for live music is only growing. Oh yeah. And what, what, you know, what internally, like what, what does that bring up for you? Like what, what are those things, you know, what are the things as you're engaging with these live shows and these being in the moment and having the, you know, like the um, example you gave of the, the solo, the 10 minute solo and right. stuff. What, what are, you know, what are some of the things you, you notice about yourself or reflect on that, that uh, you know, inform you who you are today, right? Like in this moment, yeah. obviously you're going to grow and change right. and evolve, right. but what are, what are some of these things that have, you know, sort of made you the guy you are? Yeah, no, today? I was just thinking about this the other, the other day. Uh, Cause you know, getting back from the trip uh, just recently, I'm kind of like still kind of unpacking a yeah. lot. Yeah. And I just, ever since I've gotten back, I've just realized I've just felt a, I don't know if a confidence is the right word, but just a just a like an assuredness or a confidence that I just haven't felt before and I think what a lot of it came from was being around a bunch of people who are just as into something uh-huh. as I am you know yeah, and yeah. a great example this is actually really cool uh, at that pre-concert thing I mentioned briefly that um 
I was like talking with some people and kind of hung out before the show. Mm-hmm. We actually like, we really connected. Mm-hmm. Like we were just, we ended up like, like taking a picture at, before we were heading into the yeah. venue and we got each other's Instagram and set up a group chat and have been talking almost every day nice. since. And what's really funny. Um, so we all, we, we all like had fun and then went off to our seats and everything. And then, so that was in Fort Worth. And then two days later, we're at in and out in Denton with my cousin and I run into two of them. <laughs> Uh, they were also at that's that same crazy, big metro place. Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's, Denton is pretty far from Fort Worth. It's north north yeah. of uh, Dallas, right? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had recognized them. I recognized from the back because they had Greta Van Fleet shirts uh, okay, on, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, they went to the show." And then they turn around and it's them, and we're like, "What, Bobby Hill? What are you doing here?" <laughs> and so, and so we were just all just like minds blown. Yeah. We were just like, "What the heck?" Um, and and yeah, we've been pretty much talking ever like every day ever since, and just just again that sense of community, mm-hmm. and that that has just brought in me. Again, I don't, I can't quite find the word to describe it, but I've just felt a more, I've just, I I haven't been the same since I've gotten home and it's been for the best. That's amazing. Like I've just, I've felt so much more just. Just flow. Just vibing. Vibing Vibing, as the kids say. Right. Right. No. Yeah. And, um, and I think maybe what a lot of it too was, was going by myself and going out of town by myself, getting time away, uh, and then coming back, it was just like a big refresh to yeah. see, to hang with family that, and the family that I hung out with, that was, we haven't had time to really hang out before. Mm. And so we, we all just really loved, loved that. And so I grew, grew closer with some family, mm-hmm. met some great new friends and just had some time for myself away, seeing my favorite band. And now I'm back and it just feels so much more just vibing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just in you the know. flow of things, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, is there, is there anything else on your mind, David, as far as live music or just this idea of being in the moment or, or well, you have a, you have a podcast, right? Are you still doing that? Or we've kind of put it on, on a whole, just cause, uh, my buddy who does it, he has a pretty intense, uh, uh, job where he has like a, like, a like. He does. He doesn't have a. He has a real job, unlike unlike David and I. No, but he's. But he's like. He, I don't have a. No, I don't have a real job. You pay rent. I don't pay rent. Yeah. No. He. Yeah. It's. It's a. It's a. Very. It's no a very. Checks. It's a very involved job. So we haven't had a lot of time to. But we we're well, we're talking well, about what, it. What was it back about? To it. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That would be. It was a lot of. It was about like music and movies and kind yeah. of a pop culture kind of thing. Yeah. So that, that was um, my point is that you and your family are very devoted to pop culture yeah. and, uh, and your, your, uh, uh, college career is focused on digital media production. Yeah. yeah. Doing media. stuff like what I'm doing right now. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. and I mean, just for us, hopefully for better pay in the future. <laughs> at least we do. We do pay I was going to say, just in case anyone <laughs> reaches out, like what the heck? Yeah. We do, you know, we throw a little bit of money. They <laughs> buy you a beer at a concert. Maybe. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's not going to upgrade your tickets to the catwalk section like your buddy hooked you up with. Yeah. But we're trying. We're striving. Yeah. And I've known you your whole life. What yeah. are you, 20? I'm 20. 20. So I guess you can't buy a beer yet. But uh, in December, I will. <laughs> Hear that, uh, everyone? Venmo him some money in December <laughs> so he so can, can hit buy the pub. a $20 plastic bottle beer and, you, and throw it at the artist <laughs> since that's the thing. So uh, I've known you since you were a little kid. Uh, at the time, I, I was in my 30s probably and had long, long hair and people th- called me Obi-Wan Kenobi. I was just going to say, I thought you were Obi-Wan <laughs> so I remember Kenobi. him and his brother looking at me in total awe. <laughs> it's, it's him. We know this guy. It's him. <laughs> it's Obi. Uh, so you, so you, I mean, you, you haven't physically, your family didn't, hasn't physically resided here at the community, but you've mm-hmm. been a major part of it. You've grown up here, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, I always call it my second home. So, yeah. So 
would you, so how do you, I, I forgot where I was segueing. I guess that's all speaks to spirituality is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. So there's obviously something in pop culture and music that speaks. Would you say that is your spirituality? Would you say? No, I just, I think, your, I yeah. think that's, I think because I've never been this much into a band like I have this band. Mm. And I think it's finding something deeper in their music or something that they're, because they're all about Do you like, mean Greta Van Fleet? Greta Van Fleet. Band, your band, okay. Greta Van Fleet, yeah. Like, um, because their message is is all about like peace, love, and unity, you know? And like, and like just things like that of like, when I, when loving their music is one thing, but when I can really love them as people, that's when I really grow a deeper connection. And especially like the people that I've met through the band, when it, when it affects my life personally, that I think is when it, I get a deeper connection mm-hmm. with that music because then that music means something, you know? And like there's one song, my favorite song of theirs called Heat, Heat Above, that just whenever I listen to it, it just... I call it my song that's like my safe space. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just, it gets me in this mode where I'm just, it just gets me in this place where I'm just like, there are no worries, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what the song is almost about. It's like about community and about, like 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 there's a line in the song that says like ascending to the stars as, as one, you know, and like mm-hmm. things like that of just like, in community with people and they played it live and I was like sobbing my eyes out, you know, and just, just that whole kind of thing. Um, when I have that deeper connection, it gets me in my, in my soul, you know? Do you believe that music could save your mortal soul? <laughs> just kidding. Got <laughs> That's an old oh, one, right? Yeah. When, when do you, when did that flip? When did you notice, I guess would be the better way to put it. Oh, that yeah, that, become that, aware of it. Yeah, that that change had gone from like just another band that, you know, you're like, oh, this is an enjoyable, I like this band, to what you just sort of described where you you had this deeper connection. And and maybe not at the point, it's even yeah, deeper right, now, right? Right, obviously. of course, yeah. But when, when did you first have that realization of like, oh, this is different? I think it was the first time I saw them live. Okay. Because I had like, of course, I was like, I really loved their stuff. Like, again, bought all their vinyl, like got really into them. But then seeing them live and seeing for the first time that sense of community and what they, the way they interact with the crowd. Mm. That is when I was like, whoa, these guys are legit. Mm -hmm. And then I went home and then pretty much right after I was like, yeah, these, this is like. This is the shit, this is you know. My, this is my. This music. is this is my. This is yeah. my music. Uh, so you would would you say it goes beyond? So pop culture, above all, is a consumer thing, yeah, right? Yeah, you consume it, right? And and, uh, and churches, the popular churches have gone that way. They're consumer churches. Yeah, that they are distributing religious goods and services, right? In a pop culture fashion. Yeah. So do you feel a tension in your own life between consuming beauty, consuming what meaning to producing it? Where do you, hmm. where, is, there a, is there a jump off point where you become a producer, putting something beautiful, putting something meaningful into the world uh, as a result of being exposed to those experiences? Yeah, a little bit. So if I'm understanding correctly, you're meaning like wanting to almost like pay it forward kind of or like. Yeah, I, th- I guess it's a good way to. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I definitely feel that. So just I guess going from entertainment to actual celebration of life. Right. So there's an entertainment mm. thing where you're just kind of. There's an action Consuming uh, content, whether it's music. Yeah. Whatever. You're just consuming content to escape your pain right. and reality. I, I know a good quote that I think su- sums it up. I, once it, one of those, uh, what's it called? Raw, raw inspiration people, but um, inspira- inspiration and motivation without action is just entertainment. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So where, you know, for you has, has there been a point where these things that inspire you, these things that, in, you know, Greta Van Fleet specifically, but there's others, right? Yeah. Um, 
where it's it's sort of that call to action yeah. has, has fallen in your lap. Is is that a fair? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, mean, I struggle with it myself. You know, I'm I'm reading so much. I'm just consuming what to what end. You know, no, I, I know like a, I know or, a perfect example that relates with the band. Um, I'm in a group chat on Facebook with some people that I met through the band. Through, a th- not through the band, but like through yeah, a fan group. Through your, your love of the band. Right, of right, the band, right. Course. And we, we again, we, we, we talk like every day. And they had released, uh, the band released a, a limited drop of signed vinyl. Mm-hmm. Where the booklet on the inside of the vinyl was signed by all the guys. And it sold out super quick, mm-hmm. obviously. Course, yeah. And I missed it. And I was like super bummed because I really wanted something signed. And it was the, the new album on, on vinyl. So I was like, dang. Yeah, right up uh, your alley. <laughs> right, right. Like this was like tailor-made for me, right? Uh, and so I missed it. And then one of the members of that group chat privately messages me and says, hey, my sister ordered me one and I ordered one. So I have an extra. Do you wow. want it? And I was like do I, do I want it? (laughs) You know, like, yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Like, like, thank you so much. And that, that evoked a thing in me where I was like, I need to do something for her, you know, Mm -hmm. because she did that for me. She could have easily, because literally when the pre-orders happened, there was already scalpers reselling it on Mm -hmm. eBay for $300. She could have easily made a quick buck off of it, but she didn't, she did it to give it to me. You know, of course, I paid her what she paid for it because, you know, but 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 still, but you're right. The the profit motive was there. Right. Reselled on eBay for what? Well, even we were talking about when you told me this, this ticket story. Right. But as we were driving before we got here, you know, the guy very could well resold it in some other way, shape or form. But, you know. Yeah. And so and so what I did was I had. I often burn like seat like seat like CDs and seat CDs and stuff. So I took a bunch of like live uh, videos they had on YouTube, converted them to MP3, burned them on a CD, and sent it to sent it to 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 her. And she was like, "Oh, that's so cool! I've been I've been really wanting to have live their live some of the live stuff on YouTube to listen to, like when I'm driving to work or something like 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 that." So it was it was like a perfect little little thing and I just sent it off and again uh, like that there was that call you know of like I need to do something you know and if it weren't for that band I probably wouldn't have done that you know and like it just it it really does have that like call you know and you had you had you had said uh something about like the celebration of life yeah in there as opposed to just entertainment right and that song heat above when Josh, the singer, introduced it. He said, this song is about life being a celebration of love. Mm, interesting. You know, and so when, when you use that wording, I was like, wow, like that already like really yeah. connects with it, you know. So I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, the ironic thing, too, is that that's how this podcast came to be. I'd, for five years, I'd wanted to make a podcast. Yeah. And me and you, I think you came to me and you're like, hey, do you think we could do that? And I was like. I don't know. Let's do it. I, I was like, yeah. probably, but I don't know. And, and and here we are almost three years later. Mm. So you and I started recording August of 2020. Wow. Oh, it is August. Today's August yeah, 1st. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it has been three years. Shh. Holy shit, dude. That's Happy cool. Birthday. I didn't die. <laughs> that was my motivation. I was like, well. I'm probably not going to be around much longer. I need to get <laughs> that's my exactly, shit out. no, that's exactly what you told me. <laughs> You're like, I don't know how there. much longer I'll be here to do stuff. Leave, leave some and I was sort like, of, what the fuck? <laughs> leave an ideological, archaeological specimen behind. Some well, I think our third episode is called a reconnaissance of death. I and we have a picture of his damn scar on his chest. <laughs> I was, I was like, what the hell's wrong with us? <laughs> too old to live, too weird to die. Yeah. <laughs> All the be- well, and, you know, and, and you've you've experienced that last year with um, birthing and cultivating the the book of poetry. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So very true. Yeah. You feel good? I feel good. You feel good? I'm, I'm all right. I'm copacetic. Yeah. 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 Should we land the plane there? Why not? Sweet. Uh, wh- where's your band going to play next? Oh, yeah. Not that. Well, um, what's the, uh, you guys are on Instagram. We're on Instagram. Uh, official underscore free willin, one word, 
F-R-E-E-W-I-L-L-I-N. We Official will underscore. We will. Well, we. I don't know if we can link. We'll put it in the show notes for sure. Cool. So people yeah, can find um, you Do you guys have a YouTube page or anything like that? We do. We actually just posted one one video okay. on there. Cool. Uh, I think it's just the free will, and I'm not too sure. I'll send we'll you def- a link. Yeah, we'll definitely link to that because yeah. I know um, there's a link to YouTube. But as, page. as far as shows, um, nothing in the nothing this month so far. But we do have something. I think lined up for September. I think we're playing at the pizza joint cool. uh, in El Paso, just across from Don Haskins Center in we'll follow them on. Do you guys September. have a Facebook too or just a YouTube? We have a Facebook and Instagram, yeah. yeah. So check them, follow them so you can see their, their upcoming shows. Yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the the, the uh, plug. No, thank you, dude. Classic, classic <laughs> boomer rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, classic 70s, 80s covers. Traveling, traveling Wilburys we play and all different... I love the traveling. When it's when does the stuff. the fivesome start? Uh, that actually that gig we're the lining up is the first gig we're lining up for with the five of us. So Sweet. and it's who's it? Hugo and who's the other? Hugo and our buddy John. Okay. Uh, Hugo, our lifelong friend. Um, he he's playing uh, keyboard, and then we brought on our friend John, who is playing lead guitar. I call him Hugo Lewis as a shout out to Huey Lewis. <laughs> I'm just joking. I've literally never called drug. him. <laughs> We're actually playing a Huey Lewis song with That's the five right. of us. Nice. Power of love. Power of love. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> yeah. is, is there any other? <laughs> if you're going to cover one. I remember one time we did a Halloween thing at your house. Yeah. I dressed like Marty McFly. And oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Jacket That's so good. Beard. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Morrison. Thank you, Mr. Mason. Thank you, Mr. West. Thank you, Mr. Mason. Thank you. That makes me think of your brother, Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Thank you, Jacob Nedia. That's what you hear in the background. We don't. I, we already did thank you, but the (laughs) the man behind all the editing and sound engineering, even more so, he is he has fixed our our sound problems here live and. We'll edit anything that pops up. Thank you for that, Mr. Danny. Um, no problem. Dreamwalkerway.com uh, to pick up that book of poetry we were talking about, Desolate Beauty, the book of light, is sh- light and shadow. Um, and you can also, um, if you got a Kindle, uh, we would uh, greatly support, love support on that. We, we have not um, moved any Kindle books yet. So, in fact, you, the first person to buy a Kindle book, we will send a signed copy and a picture. Um, we have some really beautiful pictures of the uh, of the cover. We will send you that for free. There you are with your for, with our first Kindle purchase. So yeah. jump on that. We'll do that. Maybe we'll do a little giveaway here in August. Yeah, we'll probably do for some. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that merch that's right i think <laughs> i think that's it did i say all the thank yous i think so yeah thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you we'll get into it next tuesday <laughs> <laughs> purchase a, a desert rain community radio hat